It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fund. Now everyone can get cash back on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to Betch Island. I'm a UK, York City, and once again, I'm joined by my co-host, Allie Freelander. Hey, Allie, how's it going? I'm so happy to be back. Hi, Kay. I'm so excited to be back. Everything's going great. We've had a great week in the villa. Can't wait to get into it. I know. So before we get started on today's episode, we just have an update on the release schedule for the show. We had a lot of amazing DMs after episode one of Betch Island, so here's the plan. Today, we're recapping week one of Love Island UK season 10, and we'll be back two more times this season. Once at the halfway point, we'll check in to see how things shake out after Castle Moor, and then one more time after the season finale to recap it all. So mark your calendars. Our post-Casa Moore recap should drop on July 5th or 6th, and the season finale recap episode will be in this feed on or around August 3rd. All right, let's dive into it, Allie. All right, so we're going to be recapping episodes two through five. We've got a lot to unpack. So let's refresh our memories, talk about just some noticeable moments of the week before we get into the couple by couple recap. Okay. So first, we got to start out with our first bombshell of the season, Zach stealing Catherine from Andre. I mean, Zach was a huge bombshell in general when we saw him that at the end of the first episode. And I knew people were going to want him. It wasn't just going to be, you know, oh, he wants this person. He wants that. Girls were going to want Zach. And I kind of love... Zach and Catherine. Actually, I wish more of the connections were like Zach and Catherine. I agree. And him and his mystery accent really kept us on our toes till the final minute when he picked Catherine. And you could see the shock on Ella's face. Next up, we have the Secrets Challenge. So this is a Love Island classic. They're always letting people know what the other Islanders have done before they were on the show. So there's a couple notable moments in this one. In particular, Molly finds out that Mitch was dating three girls at once. She does not love that. Tyreek's body count is revealed to be over 100. He stopped counting at 100. And Catherine is called out for kissing five guys in one night. It's really interesting, these secrets, because all of them are so shocked when their secrets are revealed. But it's like, you're the one who told them these secrets. Like, you told the producers, you're like, you know what? Tell them that I've slept with 100 girls and I stopped keeping count after that. Like, that was your choice, Tyreek. Like, that, <laughs> nobody did that. Nobody, like, there was no CIA agent following you to find out how many girls you've slept with. Also, Catherine volunteered the kissing five guys. And the fact that Mitch gets so upset later in the episodes about Molly knowing that he dated three girls at once, it's like, this is information you gave out. Exactly. Like, you're telling on yourself and then you're shocked that you got told on. Not to mention, direct quote from Tyreek, he goes, all I know is pulling and shagging. It's like, hun. Sick. <laughs> gross. I mean, Ella's face literally just shuts down immediately. And then Tyreek still has the gall to go, yeah, but like, Catherine kissed five guys in one night. Like, I've been single forever and I only fucked over 100 people. It's not that big of a deal. It's like, what? Yeah, kissing and... Shagging, if you will, is not necessarily the same. No. <laughs> so then we have our next challenger on the fire pit. We've got the truth or dare sex position challenge. I'm not sure really mm -hmm. what they called this, but we see sexual tension heating up between Zach and Molly in this. And the drama is starting to fire up. I mean, Mitchell needs a better poker face. I understand that you really like Molly and you're like, I'm dead set on her, but this is also a place where everybody kisses everyone. Everybody gets to know everyone. You might be kissing five guys in one night. You never, it's, this is all part of the game and part of the show. And Mitchell just needs to have a better poker face. You didn't see Catherine shaken up about any of this, you know? So I, I don't know. Mitchell's a little weak to me. I, I, I don't know. I couldn't agree more. He could really learn a thing or two from Catherine. Like, she is keeping it so cool, calm, collected. I'm so impressed with her. You don't see her complain once because she's clearly seen the show before. And Mitch is like, right. never heard of this. I'm not really sure. Also, what did you think about those sex missions? Because as a 34-year-old woman, I feel like I would know more of them. But I was panicked. I was like, oh, my God, I would have lost this. 
what is the lotus? I don't know that. I always think that they always do something like of this ilk every season. Where are they getting these? Like, I don't know. It's like they're combing Urban Dictionary or something for the most random like middle school bathroom information. It's just so strange. I have no idea. Also, it's not like you're calling them out while you're having sex. You're like, you know what? Let's try the Lotus this time. You know, like nobody's using, <laughs> nobody's saying that. I just don't understand how they all know. Like they seem I don't to know. effortlessly. They're children. All know. They're 21 year olds who know all of this stuff and it's panicking me. <laughs> it's so confusing. It's also just, it's so awkward. I guess it's like an, a good icebreaker because it's funny, but I would be beat red. Absolutely. So then we've got Ty, which I guess he goes by Ty in the villa. I kind of like that for him, Tyreek. Yeah. He friend zones Jess in such an intense way. It was painful to watch. That was really hard. I agree. It was, she's, you know, they, they were flirting and he goes, oh, I thought we were just flirting. Like, and he also says to her, he goes, I didn't think that I was your type because Jess has said from the beginning, she likes these pretty white boys so why would he think that she was in uh she was into him right she wasn't giving him any sort of other than the normal flirty banter which like everybody's been doing with everyone she's given him no signs that she was into him right but i guess in her mind they have matching eyebrows and so they are just like meant to be (laughs) i do like jess though i think I think she's also pretty level-headed with everything. I would have been in a full spiral if I had been rejected and still nobody had come in for me. I think she took the rejection really well also. I agree. And was like, all right, you know, like be true to yourself. Like you can't fake it. Then I don't want you to fake it. I really like her attitude and I like, I just like her in general. She has a great personality. I love watching her. All right. So then we've got, speaking of pretty white boys for Jess, we've got Sammy and Whitney, our two bombshells this week coming into the villa taking people on dates. I love Whitney. I'm obsessed. She's the best character to hit this show that I've Mm -hmm. seen in years. Her attitude, she is so funny. When she said, this is a wig, I almost fell off my bed. That was so good. Everything, like I want her to join Ian Sterling, the narrator in the booth and like add her commentary to the show. I think Whitney is who we all should emulate on a daily basis. She goes up to Andre and she's like, You didn't tell me I looked pretty today. I I was like, yes. And then he was so caught off guard. He didn't know what to say. He was like, well, you know that I know that you know the wood. Shut up. He fumbled the bag so hard. He fumbled the bag so hard. And he was so caught off guard. I like that she's keeping them on their toes. He really thought he was doing something with that, too. And it was just like so confusing. And nobody's listening. Also, what do you think about? What, what was your initial thought on Sammy? Sammy looks like the SNL version of a Love Island contestant to me. Yes. Like, looks like he's wearing a toupee. The center part and how it's like wavy. It right. needs to be a little messier, I think. I could see Fred Armisen playing him in a skit just so easily. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. I, I think he's going to be okay. Like, I think he's going to bring enough intrigue, enough drama... I don't think he's going to last long. No, I don't think he's going to last long. I think he's there. He is a personality hire, a personality cast. (laughs) Exactly. Not one that's going to make a real connection. Like he's coming and saying he's tasty. Mm -hmm. I was like, excuse me. Imagine having that much confidence. If I ever describe myself as tasty, please put me down. Immediately. Immediately. So finally, before we get into the couple by couple recap, We've got to just call out the big drama of the week. Molly and Mitch, the golden couple since day one, taking a step back. I feel bad for her. I, I I totally understand where she's coming from. Where like, yeah, she made a great connection with this guy. And nobody else wants to talk to her because they think, oh, well, she's she's already coupled up. Right. That's it. They don't want the smoke. He's a cock block. Totally. He peed on the fire hydrant. This is mine. This is my girl. And it's like, no, like it's day four. It's day five. Relax. Mm-hmm. Tyreek is the only one who gives him reasonable advice, by the way, and says to him, you know, Molly wants the full experience. And if you like hang on to her and you're super clingy, she's going to run away. Like that's what's going to happen. Everyone yeah. else is like blowing smoke up his ass in such a weird way. 
They're like, you know, she likes you. She really likes you. You just have to like, if you, if you go too far the other way, she's no, just like let her do her thing. And if she likes you, then she'll choose you. But you have to let her choose you. Otherwise you're forcing her to do that. And then she's never really going to like you. Exactly. Also, don't you want her to just like pick you? I see. Usually it's the guy has to like you more. I think in this situation, (laughs) it's the opposite. Calling all my wedding honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized the compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check out at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Honestly, I love Honey Love. I've been wearing it for years now. It's great, truly great for weddings when I go out and it doesn't squeeze me in the wrong place. It feels comfortable all the time and it's my favorite shapewear I've ever worn. And we've all been there, struggling to take off that tight piece of shapewear with the bathroom line out the door. The Superpower Short has 100% cotton gusset so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening at the panty area for a super easy bathroom. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing using your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body and not against it. Honey Love is just as easy to put on as it is to take off. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com bachelor. Use our exclusive link and get 20% off honeylove.com bachelor. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honey Love. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. All right, so let's go with our couples this week. Let's get into the couple-by-couple recap. Who do you want to start with? Let's start with Zachariah and Catherine because, to be honest, they are my favorite couple right now. I just love – I loved their chemistry from the jump. That first conversation that they had, I felt the chemistry. Did you feel the chemistry between them? Oh, sparks were flying. I loved it. I really thought Ella – might get picked by Zach. And I was like, not sure how I felt about that. I didn't think their energy really matched. So I was really happy when he picked Catherine, even though I was kind of sad for Andre. Like, he just looked like a little kicked puppy baby. I know. But they are so beautiful together. And even though he still is giving me a bit of negative vibes, like a little evil energy, little I fuck like boy. them it's, it's I see it more and more, especially after the sex position challenge when mm-hmm. you know Molly and Kat Molly and Zach had those two times that they kissed those were long kisses and everybody was talking about how long they were and yeah. it seemed sneaky like they used that term it seemed sneaky it seemed not just oh this is part of the game but mm-hmm. oh let's pick each other like it con- it seemed like they were um colluding if you were <laughs> they were premeditated kisses yes uh-huh. yeah but I think Zach and Catherine are one of the most level-headed couples that we've got right now like 
She's mm-hmm. not freaking out. Like we said, Mitch could really learn a thing or two about having a poker face and keeping a calm head from Catherine. And, you know, we see her telling Zach on their date, you're my number one. I'm most interested in getting to know you. Then she turns around to Andre and kind of says the same thing. But she also is not giving one too much more time of day than the other. She really is like keeping it pretty clear for day four and actually getting to know them both, which I like and I respect. She's not, to use the term, putting all her eggs in one basket too early. Yeah, but I think enough so that she's guaranteed someone Mm -hmm. regardless. And I think Andre is also handling that situation really well. I mean, we'll get to him, but Mitchell's just a crybaby bitch. Like, I'm so annoyed with him, especially seeing how everyone else is going through this process and being chill. I mean, you have Jess, who literally has not found anyone. Mm hmm. And is still hanging in there and shooting her shot, but not getting super discouraged. No, I completely agree. And Mitch is acting like he is the only person that anything is happening to. Like, he is the main character of the show mm-hmm. for himself right now. Oh, when the guys were sitting around him at the pool after they had that argument the next day. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, this is, I think he's the number one guy in the group. Totally. But meanwhile, you have Catherine over there. And she says, I forget to who exactly. She's like. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just, like, a bit calmer about things than Mitch. Like, it's not really getting under my skin in the same way. I'm like, you fucking go, girl. Like, roast him. And the gag is that Mitch keeps bringing up his age and how he's like, I'm too old for this. I'm too old for that. Like, I'm old enough. I've seen enough in my age. I'm like, bro, I'm looking at how old he is right now because I can't. Mitch is 26. Uh, Enough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to say... You're old, you're wise, you're grown. You better act it, babe. Seriously. Oh, what's that? I think we've got a text, Kay. I got a text! Oh, here we go. We got a text. Let's do it. All right. Mads from Instagram says... Yes. Confused how Molly is getting so much hate. She told Mitch straight up. So what do you think of that? I mean, Molly did tell Mitch multiple times that she was like, I want to, she was like, I want to do this. Like, I want to get to know other people. I'm, I don't want to be tied down. And I mean, I don't know if Molly's getting shit. She's just getting it from Mitch. Next couple, we're going to get into Molly and Mitch. We've got to, we can't stop talking about it. Molly is being compared to Lucy from season five, which um, she didn't have the best rep. She was mm-hmm. really gunning for Tommy Fury before Molly May came in. She's a bit of a villain in the Love Island universe. Now she's dating a former Islander who looks exactly like Justin Bieber. It is actually so weird, but that's just an aside. Huh. So Molly, I mean, I think she couldn't have been clearer. She's like, I want to get to know other people. You should not be closed off. I am not closed off. And Mitch is like, well, I am, though. She's like, Okay, that's on you. Right. Like, we are not, just because we've known each other for five days doesn't mean we are one. And this, I was actually talking to my roommate about this last night. It's sort of like you go on a first date with a guy. Say the date goes really well. It was super fun. Like, great. At the end of the date, he's dropping you off or whatever. He's like, what are you doing this weekend? Let's, like, making another plan right then and there. It's like, I don't know if I want to see you again yet. Like, let mm-hmm. me like go home and digest this. And I also don't want to make a decision like in the moment and say, oh, yeah, like, let's do it. And then I blow you off later for some reason or mm-hmm. or I'm like lying to you about actually being into you because nobody wants to hear right face to face first night after we just had a great date. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't think um, this weekend's going to work. You know what I mean? I think you have to wait. I would rather you call me the next day or something after we've like digested all this a little bit we're probably a little buzzed from the drinks like he's going too hard too fast exactly and she really is trying to take a step back and assess her options I mean if I were Molly I'd be trying to freeze this moment in time she has four of six gorgeous men in this villa chasing after her like this would be my ideal groundhog day situation if I were Molly what do you think that why do you think that is I think it's a little bit on Mitch because he made her seem unattainable and super desirable by like trying to Ah, box her away from everyone and now they're like wait Mitch has that toy I want that toy like let me try 
Uh-huh. I also do think she is the most outgoing of the girls. Like she's a great personality player. wise. Yeah. Yeah. She's like very easy. She seems to get along very nicely with everyone. Her date with Sammy, you could see the sparks flying and she just was like very comfortable. She's a great conversationalist. So she's making new people come in, feel very comfortable. And at the same time, Mitch is, you know, basically telling everyone like, this is the best girl that you can get. And that's why I'm trying to keep her for myself. So why would you kind of fucked himself over? Mm -hmm. I love this thought process. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gaslighting Mitch. I'm turning it around on him. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about their conversation a little bit. What did you think? when? Because I personally, to bring up your point of Mitch loving the fact that he's 26, I saw Red when he was like, I'm older than you, Molly. Like, I know more what I want. Like, who the fuck are you to tell her that? I mean, Molly's 21. So sure, like at the age of 26 you have technically more experience you've seen more this and that but less than a year ago you were dating three girls at one time and bragging about it to the producers on Love Island so we need to really like do some critical thinking here but I I I like in his defense I do like that he was like let's take a step back and not like do all the cuddling, this and that, because he needs to low-key be removed from the situation just a little bit. He needs to touch down with reality because right now I think if she kept cuddling him and this and that and giving him all of this, then he would, you know, continue to have this overprotective thought process. And I like that he was like, yeah, if if you want to come see me, at the like if you're still into me at the end of this, then you are. But I think he's going to give her way more shit than he is leading on. I agree. I think he's going to give her more shit than he's really entitled to. Because for her being 21, I think she handled herself really well. She was very articulate. She was very clear about what she wanted. And it just wasn't the answer that he wanted. So that's why he's Mm -hmm. saying he has more experience and he knows more. He's like, well, you don't agree with me. So therefore, you're wrong. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I really, though, could not stand Jess during this interaction because I was just watching her be such a snake in the grass. She's liked Mitch since day one. And now she sees this opening and she is just like kind of bashing on Molly and is like, I can't believe that she would do that to you. And then the subtext, of course, is I would never like have you picked me. Yeah. See, I understand if you're into Mitch and all that, like everybody's very vocal about, I want to talk to everyone. I want to get to know everyone. It's important that we all do this. Then Mm -hmm. say it out loud. Then do it out loud. If you're into Mitch, go have a conversation with him. Be like, hey, Molly, I'm going to go talk to Mitch because I feel like there could be something there. Like Mm -hmm. be fucking for real about it from the beginning and not wait till they're in a time of distress and then jump on this wagon, but like under, like in the mm-hmm. dark. Totally. It needs to be very much said out loud. It's sort of like, I don't know if you watch Big Brother, but like an unspoken rule. So they go, so they're filmed like all the time. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that they say in the... Like the confessionals. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the confessionals, those are supposed to be held like as gospel like you're what you're saying to the viewers should be the truth Mm -hmm. and if you go back out and do something different or do something different than you told the viewers like if you weren't letting them know in in on the secret Mm -hmm. it's like shame on you right (laughs) so you have to like be for real with everyone yeah and Jess does this is very um like love island raising the red flag, same bachelor nation, like here for the wrong reasons kind of thing. She says to Mitch, and this is very early in the season to like invoke this gameplay thing, which is like the big no-no on, I feel like all reality shows. But she Mm -hmm. says to Mitch that she feels like Molly's playing a little bit of a game. And I Ah. thought that was so dirty. That is really dirty, really, really dirty. It's yeah, like you're four. You're supposed to be. Yeah. And everybody's just getting to know everyone who's playing games. No one. We don't know anybody enough to play any games. Right. And you're playing a game by saying she's playing a game. Like, that's the joke of it all. And here we are. Yeah. And here, and we, here are. we are. And now we said it. That gave me a look into Jess that I didn't like. 
I think up to this point, I've been feeling for her, like being the single one in the Love Island Villa is probably the most single you can get. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right, should we move on to the next couple? Let's do it. Who do you want to talk about? I'm thinking we go into Ruchi and Mehdi. Uh, there's not much to stay, say here, honestly, just because they've kind of both moved on. And I'm liking this new, like, pairing up. So Ruchi, let's just start with Ruchi, actually. Mm-hmm. Ruchi is, you know, we see her giving um, Andre some cuddles before bed here and there, and people are clocking it. Mm-hmm. And she kind of played it off at first, being like, oh, well, he was just like, like, we're friends. She kind of was downplaying it. Mm-hmm. But then you see her doing it multiple times throughout the next couple episodes. And I think this is, I'm rooting for this couple. I think this is an unexpected couple that could either be really great or not at all. But I think they could be, <laughs> I, you know, I think it's either yeah. one or the other. I don't think it's like in the middle where it's like a friendship couple. I think it's more than that. Okay. I disagree with you a little bit, and here's why. Oh, I, okay, let's hear. I think it is not a friendship couple on Ruchi's side. I think Andre's playing it a little bit safe. Oh. I don't know. I need more if, reasoning because I'm, I'm yeah. really interested in this theory. I don't know if I believe that he really likes Ruchi, and my reason for saying that is right after Whitney comes in and he's still kind of talking to Catherine, he's kind of talking to Whitney before we see Whitney and Mehdi kind of really make their connection. There's a moment where Ruchi is like very clearly hitting on Andre and his body language and his responses are so uncomfortable, so not into it. And she's like, you know, you really shouldn't be so tunnel vision like next time, like clearly trying to like put herself on And he's like, huh, yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's like basically the whole response he gives her. However, I am rooting for them because I really do like them together. And I, to that end, Mehdi is so cute. He was like my superstar of the week, like really came out of his shell. I was loving him. He was cracking me up, starting to see his humor a bit more. But he's so sweet and he sits down with Andre and he's like, you know, not to overstep, which is so funny because they all overstep all the time and like ask each other. As he oversteps. (laughs) (laughs) But he's the only one to ever like even consider that asking these people he's known for four days about their intimate feelings might be a bit much. But he says to Medi, he's like, not to overstep, but, you know, I've kind of been noticing you and Ruchi together and like. I love that. I really hope it works out. And he is so genuinely rooting for them both that like I'm rooting for Andre and Ruchi even harder because I want Mehdi to be happy. I know. I, I think I so from what I'm gathering from you, you think Andre only picked her because he wanted to secure his spot in the villa. I think he knows that Ruchi likes him. I don't think he doesn't like her, but I don't think he's sold. Mm. I can see that. Yeah, I think he's willing to see if he could like her a bit more. Like, she likes him, and so he's, like, kind of giving the time of day to the possibility of there being something there that she sees that he doesn't yet. But I think that his head would turn in a second if someone someone else came in. Like, he's not in this for the long haul, at least right now. Yeah, I was hoping I was hoping it was more of like uh, maybe he's just 21 and she's an quote unquote older woman and he right. doesn't know how to react to that. But I agree. I think I think you're my, you might be right with it. All right. So speaking of 
couples that might be in it for the long haul. I think we should talk about Tyreek and Ella. Yes. Tyreek just gets hotter to me every episode. You love him. He is him. so gorgeous. Like his skin, he looks like um, like an AI version of somebody. <laughs> he does. He has Facetune on. Yeah, like, yes. He has Facetune. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of what you said earlier about the eyebrows or whatever, but like the skin, there's not a pore no. on his face and his eyebrows are thick and he has really white teeth. He is a gorgeous man. Can I be honest? His eyebrows oh God, really yeah. give me the ick. Stop. I, they make me a little bit nauseous. Because they're too manicured? Yeah, because now he's there. Is, are he and Jess using the same eyebrow kit to like draw their eyebrows on in the morning? I, they have to be doing it together, right? Like They're identical. But think about why he's doing that. Think about if he didn't do that. There's something happening with those brows that's scary. I need to see the natural brows. I, the natural brows are probably brutal for him to be upkeeping them like this. Like It might the, be natural brow singular. Brow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like we have to find the middle, the middle ground, but I don't know what that is. I'm, I think I'm, I'd rather this than the before picture. <laughs> A hundred percent. Well, we may never find out because he may never be your man because Ella has Tyreek locked down. I but she keeps getting turned off by him. Yeah. Hearing hearing about his him. pulling and I don't know if she wants him. Yeah. She likes having someone. I don't know if she wants him. Oh, she would she's another one that mm -hmm. I think if somebody walked in, her head's turned, broken, neck gone spins around like mm -hmm. she would she would easily see somebody else I mean you saw how excited she got when she got the text about the Sammy date I mean she jumped out of that day bed his face was like um <laughs> I would have been so upset if yeah. I were Tyreek in that situation <laughs> same one thing with them and maybe this is embarrassing to admit but I do not understand how they keep it together and either act mature or are so mature about these situations because I would be losing my mind. I know. I, I, I'll, it's all, they made a really good point. They were like, you know, all of this is normal in the real, like in the real world, mm -hmm. but because they're all seeing it like in front of each other, that's the, that's the problem mm -hmm. is that we're all just watching each other get to know everyone else. And that takes a certain kind of uh, acceptance. Right. I don't know if they're disassociating or compartmentalizing or if they just don't care. I think you have to be at this point, you know, <laughs> like there has to be some sort of like, I would need like 50 Xanaxes to like make it through. Yeah. No, I, I don't have that in me. Like the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind treatment to get through the Love right. Island Villa. But I mean, let's talk a little bit more about Tyreek absolutely friend zoning Jess in such an intense way and then running over to like his keeper with Ella and reporting back everything but he friend zones her but then at the at the challenge he kisses her for a fun time he's like okay I'm kissing the person on the cheek like you know it's the kiss the person on the cheek that you want to be with for, for a long time and then snog the person that you want to be with for a fun time and he snogs Jess like that's He's fucking up. And I, we saw how Ella, how pissed Ella got when she saw that happen. She's like, he needs to stop doing that shit. And at first I thought, I was like, okay, maybe she's just jealous for a second. You know, obviously like the kiss on the cheek is cute. Like, yeah, you would be with me for a long time. But watching somebody make out with someone else because they want to just like hook up with them is a different vibe. But I think she was more on the side of Jess being like, why are you leading her on like you already friend zoned her what's the situation here I agree and he says I'm sorry if I did anything to give you the wrong impression meanwhile we see that morning he goes over to her they're cuddling on the day bed they're flirting in like such an intense way if I were her I would have the same exact impression and I respect Jess for putting it out there and just saying like you're not my type but I'm into you 
I'm feeling this. Like, what do you think? But watching Tyreek run back to Ella after that and just report everything just cracked me up because this man is crumbling in crumbling. front of Ella. Yeah, he, it's not a good look. And I think the more he keeps doing this shit, like she's pulling further and further away. Mm-hmm. The ick is getting stronger and stronger right. because he's leaning really hard into this fuckboy realm that mm-hmm. we were hoping he wouldn't be in. But unfortunately, I think he just likes the attention. Mm-hmm. And Ella is a girl's girl to me. She says to Jess, you know, I'm so happy that Sammy came in and you can at least just have this moment to go on this date. And she says in her Beach Hut interview, he had to have been saying something to give her that impression. Why would you just flirt with a girl just to lead her on? Like, she's not fooled by him. And I am liking Ella more and more the more we see of her. I know. Oh, okay. We got another text. I got a text! Oh, here we go. All right, we got a text. Let's read it. Jessica G says, I can't tell if Sammy was actually vibing with Jess on their date or if he's just playing the game so she picks him in the next recoupling. I feel like he had better vibes with the other girls. I don't know if he had better vibes with the other girls. Like, I think he had vibes with Molly. Mm -hmm. But I think him and Jess did have, like, a cute back and forth. I think she was just so nervous that you could feel it through the screen. I mean, she was putting all of her eggs in one basket. I mean, right before Mm -hmm. she got out there, she was like, oh, my God, Sammy's ticking boxes because Ella was, you know, letting the girls know okay, he's this tall, this is what he looks like, blah, blah, blah. Jess, you'd probably like him. So she's, you know, getting her hopes up really high and like a lot's riding on this little meeting. So yeah, she definitely is nervous. But I think, I still think they had like a little something there. And But I also think that Sammy, I mean, you hear him at the end of the episode. He was like, all right, I guess it's uh, just Molly and Jess for him. Mm-hmm. Like those are his choices. Mm-hmm. But it's like you didn't even talk to Whitney or right. Catherine. So it's like you're just only limiting yourself to the white girls, to mm-hmm. the blonde girls, essentially. So it's like that's you could have had other opportunities to talk to other people, but you didn't. Right. Not to mention, he says his type is not blondes, but then only goes for blondes. So riddle Hello. me that. Not sure. I will say I felt a sort of secondhand embarrassment and, but like almost in a sweet way for Jess when the entire villa goes so crazy when she gets the text to go on the date. It was like nice, but also hard to watch. I know. It's like, okay, I get that you're trying to like hype me up, but like, let's be for real. Like she walks into the date. She goes, did you hear everybody cheering? Mm-hmm. Like this is the exact opposite of what Mitchell was doing with Molly. Like you... Mm-hmm. You need to seem like she's, I don't know. It's right. too much hype. Like the, you should feel bad for her. Like mm-hmm. she needs this. Like there's too much pressure on it. <laughs> she needs this. Like, like desperation. You have to love that's her. What, that's right. That's what the cheering felt like. And that's, mm-hmm. they, you know, they really uh, <laughs> set her up for failure on that one. I know. So let's get into Jess and George, our last couple. I really think we got about 30 seconds of George this week until I mean, episode there's five. there's not really much to say because Jess and George aren't a thing anymore. No. And what we got with George is just last minute attempts with everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, he tried, um, he tried with, was it Rucci? He tried or with no. Rucci. He tried with Whitney, which came out of nowhere for me. Again, like he's he's not actually into these women and he would have made that he if he was, he would have gotten to know them days prior. But at this point, he's like scraping for anything. And even Mm -hmm. the girls are like, what? What? Where is this coming from? Right. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Rucci has a great moment with George when he's hitting on her and she says, I didn't think I was your type. And he goes, oh, well, I don't really have a type like in here. I just, you know, I've got to try everything. And Ruchi's like, right. But your type is blonde. So, yeah, that's the only people you've been going for. Right. (laughs) You haven't tried anything because if you wanted to, you would have the past four days and you didn't give any of those other girls the time of day. Mm -hmm. And now you're like, 
oh no i don't have a type no babe like it's okay <laughs> if you do but like let's again let's be for real about this right and sammy on the other hand does a good job of saying this where he says my type usually isn't blondes but what's the point in here of limiting myself that's why i'm here to try different things and you know acknowledge it and then put it to the side george is just trying to like circumvent the whole issue it makes no sense and it's a classic desperate scramble to stay which doesn't work i'm glad george went home yeah and by yeah. the way we were right and we, and by the way we were <laughs> right i'm glad george went home i don't think there was anybody here that had any sort of match and especially when you see him like last minute he should have been doing if he wanted to do this he should have been doing what Andre was doing mm-hmm. starting to like you know infiltrate the mind a little bit like throw me a cuddle here do this mm-hmm. there like you know he wasn't doing that he got to the last day mm-hmm. and was like oh shit I don't have anyone right there's always somebody like that and you just see the savviness of a George versus an Andre. Andre, he's got a couple different things going with different girls. He's bouncing around a bit and it pays off. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. So one last thing. Let's chat about Whitney really quick and then we'll get into the weekly banter. What are your thoughts on Whitney? What do you have? Do you have any predictions with her? What's going on? I am obsessed with her. She, yeah. she is unbelievable she comes in with such a like force behind her she has got an energy and she is making her presence known yeah and I just think she has such a great personality I think that's really what it is it's just she has a personality that she can make jokes she's self-aware she's like no bullshit and I think that's what we really lack with these other girls who are just which is why Molly the musical theater girl has so much attention on her because she's giving you know like guys not we don't really care what guys want but guys want fun girls that like Mm -hmm. have this personality that can hang that are have this you know carefree kind of vibe and I think that's what Medi really saw in Whitney and I and Mm -hmm. I loved how he handled that whole situation because she I think she was testing him a little bit to like see what he would take Mm -hmm. because you know he's like I like Boss ladies, I like, which I hate that term. It's so sick. Wait, how funny was hearing him say boss lady in his French accent? I was peeing my pants. Uh, Boss uh, lady. Boss lady. Like, that maybe made it a little bit better, but I hate the word, like, boss lady. Anything but girl boss. It was tough. Um, But, and then he was like, you know, I like brunettes. And she's like, well, this is a wig. And without hesitation, he goes, you can keep it on or off. I don't care. I'm obsessed. Like he, he nailed that entire interaction. I think that is also, Whitney is also why we're starting to see his personality. Right. She's bringing him out of his shell and it's so fun to watch. She also has a great line when she's talking to Molly and I think it's Catherine about how if you kiss someone, you're claimed, quote unquote. And she's like, that's ridiculous, basically. Yeah. Because it is. Right. Voice of reason. I think that's going to be her role throughout the season. I think she's going to last a while. And I think I'm hoping her and Medi like stay strong. But I think there could be someone coming in for her that's maybe a bit of a better fit. It does feel like she's making it work a little bit with Medi right now. I don't think it's an 100% perfect match. No. But I think she is going to be kind of like a narrator throughout the season and giving them all like a reality check. Well, I hope. Because of the narrator aspect, I hope she does actually meet someone because I don't, Mm -hmm. that's usually not the case. You don't usually get to be the comedic relief narrator, but also be the leading lady. Fingers crossed for our girl, Whitney. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. All right, so let's get into the weekly banner. What do we have on the docket this week? 
All right, let's kick it off with a little game of Snog Mary Pie. So this week, we've got George, Ella, and Sammy. Let's hear your answer. All right, Snog Mary Pie. I would pie George. He's such a buzzkill. I would uh, marry Ella and I guess snog Sammy. Sammy gives me the biggest ick. Like there's there's too much confidence behind that. And his center part is gag worthy. (laughs) I agree. It's so bad. It looks like so tough. I hate it. a Lord Farquaad wig on. It's That's so confusing. What it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like a shorter version of a Lord Farquaad wig. Like the it's, bowl cut, but it's parted in the center. Yeah. I think I'm going to snog George. I feel like he seems nice. He doesn't give me an ick. He's just kind of a dud. I'm going to marry Ella. She's a girl's girl. I love that about her. I think we'd have a lot of fun. And I got a pie, Sammy. Again, he's just too polished it makes me uncomfortable I would not want to be around him for a long period of time I would feel like I needed to put on more makeup and like really do my hair he needs too much reassurance he would need Mm -hmm. like he he gives me Tom Sandoval totally he's yeah he's like he's shaving his forehead oh like he's he's putting no yeah he's uh about a hundred thousand Instagram followers away from some gummy bear hair and like crest white strips brand deals. Like that's going to be his yeah. sweet spot. All right. What's our next category? All right. Before we touch on the actual recoupling that happens at the end of episode five, let's do our own recoupling. Who do we want from this week to couple up? What did we want? I kind of wanted to see what was going to happen if Jess picked Mitchell. Just because I feel like that would be such a shocker and I want to see how Mitchell would react because if Mitchell's talking all this you know I'd go do the experience Mm -hmm. if I'm here I'm here like or would he be sleeping on the day bed I think that would be a twist I love that that's a great pot stir that would have been fun to watch and not to mention you know they were vibing when they first came in, before the first recoupling, they had a little bit of a thing going. It would be fun to watch Jess really graft for him and, like, give it her all. Um, I've said it once. I've said it a million times. Medi and Whitney, they are my power couple right now. I just, I love, love them. Yeah. Such an unlikely pairing, too. I never would have thought that there would have been a vibe there, but I'm really liking that kind of, like, unlikely animal friends dynamic that they have Yeah, going. and they coupled in the end. You were right. Like, yeah. this is them. All right, so next up, let's do our eggs in one basket. So current couples that we are rooting for. Who you got? I mean, I said it earlier until, like, and this is what I had down before, you know, we kind of dove into it. I said Andre and Rucci. Like, I, I want to root for them because I really like Rucci. And I think she's invested in this. And I I thought Andre was, but I think you might be right that he is just playing the game and trying to stick around. Mm-hmm. What about you? I don't like thinking that about him. I hope he proves us wrong because I agree. I think that they would be really sweet together. I kind of want Zach and Catherine to work things out. I think if he can refocus on her and put the Molly stuff aside, they really have... It feels like a balanced power dynamic between them and a pretty like calm vibe that I think could actually work in this crazy situation. I think the only reason Zach is interested in Molly right now is because he he can't be. Right. That is the only reason. He likes the game. He likes watching Mitchell fucking stir in his seat watching them kit he likes the drama around it I think Mm -hmm. and I don't think he actually likes her I think he actually likes Catherine because before he even knew about how deep quote unquote (laughs) Mitchell and Molly were he didn't even he didn't even seem really interested in her at all he's been dead set on Catherine this whole time I think he's just infatuated with the high of Molly I agree with that. I think that's a good take. I'm excited to see them play out a little bit more. So next up, let's name this week of episodes. I'm going to go with Whitney Island because that is what I was watching. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's so good. Honestly, that's I'll, I'll retweet that one. <laughs> Whitney Island. I went with bombshells on bombshells just because we had so many bombshells coming to the villa this week. But we also got a lot of like bombshells with different relationships literally blowing up. George mm-hmm. going home. Whitney coming in. Sammy coming in. Like uh, the fight between Mitchell and Molly. I think there's a lot of things that happened this week that we weren't expecting. It's so different from already from the first episode. Mm-hmm. Totally. Five episodes in, it's a whole new show. And mm-hmm. it is it is getting explosive. I think that's a great name for this week. I'm excited to see what, what happens after Casa Amor oh. and how much has changed. Oh, my God. If these people are this unstable after week one, I think they're all <laughs> going to need to be majorly sedated after Casa Amor. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's get into some rankings. Let's do the graft of the week and the mug of the week. What do we got for the graft of the week, Allie? Graft of the week. Ruchi holding Andre like a sweet little baby after Zach steals Catherine and giving him just the slyest advice of maybe like don't be so tunnel vision next time. (laughs) (laughs) See, there we go. Like she she knew what she was doing. It's subliminal. It's grafting in a way that I don't think all the guys would pick up on. But the girls know exactly what she's up to. Mm -hmm. I said Zach and Catherine's first convo. I mean... I literally saw sparks flying on that screen. I was like, oh, they're they're into it. Like her eyes lit up even in like their inner little in the moment interviews and their confessionals. They both kind of you could tell that they are into each other. And I, I think that was such a great first combo. And you didn't really see that with anybody else. Agreed. All right. So what did you have for your mug of the week then? My mug of the week? I don't. Uh, it was a tie between. Molly and Zach kissing during the game for so long, especially that first kiss. Mm-hmm. Or when Ella gets called for the date and literally jumps up and like couldn't be more excited. And you see Tyreek over in the corner like, what the fuck? <laughs> literally. I couldn't decide between those two. Uh, both, both great options. All right. I had Jess saying to Tyreek like in the morning, what are you going to eat for breakfast? Me? And then about four hours later, he deads her like nobody has ever deaded anyone before. I'm so glad you brought that line up. I forgot about it. And now I am reliving it. I'm dead. It made my skin crawl. But I guess I just have to respect her for putting it out there. I don't know. I mean, yeah, she put it out there. She tried. She shot her shot. (laughs) It literally bounced back and hit her in the face. But... (laughs) But she did it, and that's and that's good for her. Good for her. Way to go, girl. All right, what was your best challenge moment? All right, I wrote this down because this cracked me up. When Mitch is coming out of the castle in the secrets challenge, and they're all saying their little lines, which, by the way, I have no idea how they come up with these if the producers come up with them. Oh, it's the producers writing these. 100%, they're given a line. Well, whoever wrote Mitch's deserves some sort of award because this was, was the best rhyme I've ever heard. Forget these Shreks and watch me flex. There we go. That's what it was. You know what? That's <laughs> like, what in the world is that? It was so funny and so off brand for everything else that we've seen of him so far. I know. I know. I he would never crying. say that. He no, he could never that. come up with something like that. He's like writing poetry about Molly in his little journal and then has to say this rhyme about Shrek. Like, are you kidding? Remember, this is such a side note, but one of my favorite, this isn't a challenge moment, but one of my favorite moments in general was when at the end of the episode when George and I believe it was, it was Whitney. She's like, are you smart? He was like, no. Without even thinking, he said, no, I'm not smart. Like, he was like, if you ask me what like the square root of two is, like, I wouldn't know, but like, I'm smart in my own way. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's <laughs> literally an idiot. That wait, and call back to his intro in the first time. He's like, Yeah, I can kind of spit game with anyone. If I'm talking to someone older, I can talk about bingo. But if I'm talking to someone younger, I can talk about TikTok. This man has two marbles knocking around up there, and he's happy with that. There's one brain cell fighting for its life. <laughs> I'm this, I'm starting a petition right now. Restart the simple life Paris, Nicole, and George. And George. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. 
<laughs> All right, my um, my best challenge moment was I just really love the 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 castle and the revealing the secrets. I think this is one of the best games that they have and the most interesting because you're getting these facts about people and you're basically judging them right. off of like what shitty thing they would do and what they would admit to doing to your what they would earlier. admit to doing correct and um but you can also swing it in a way to just be like well it's an excuse to kiss this person that i've been wanting to kiss anyways because totally. nobody knows if you actually thought this person would do it or you know or if you mm-hmm. actually got it right so i really i just love that game it's my one of my favorite games I love when they do the challenges outside of the villa. The fire pit ones are fine, but when they have to put on the costumes and they do the yes. slow-mo running, it gives me life. Absolutely. If you ever put a slow-mo camera on me while running, I will sue you. 100%. I would go into witness protection. But for them, it's great. <laughs> do not ever slow-mo run me. Otherwise, you're dead. <laughs> we'll come for you. All right, so let's go through the first recoupling. We end the week here. We've got our new couples. We've got Jess and Sammy, Tyreek and Ella, Andre and Rucci, which we love to see. We hope this Mm -hmm. blossoms. Maddie and Whitney, my Jay-Z and Beyonce of the moment in the villa, Catherine and Zach, and Molly picks Mitch. I can't believe she picked Mitch. I can and I can't. I don't think there was any other option for her. She wasn't ready to shut the door completely. And if she had picked someone else, it would have been done. But do you think that she's... I think she's going back on what she said. Then what did we do all of this for? If you're going to keep picking this dude, you're you're giving him all of these like, you know, flirting with him, this and that. But you're like, but I don't want to be with you. Even her speech was so shitty. Low-key. Like... I can understand the Twitter net being upset because she was like, this is the person that I want for right now. Mm-hmm. And he's really nice. And this is not, and then we had a great connection today. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. making it so clear that this is a temporary thing. And I'd be like, don't fucking pick me then. Right. I think it's a bit of her both keeping the options open and she probably wants to keep him away from Jess. Like she knows that something's up. She's Mm -hmm. seen Jess comforting Mitch and she's not ready to give up her toy just yet. She's not ready to commit to not talking to other people. But I do think that every time there's a recoupling, it redraws the lines in the sand. So maybe this will kind of end her flirtation with Sammy. Maybe she'll respect that he's in a couple now and really try to focus back up on Mitch. Yeah, let's hope. I hope something happens with this, like whether she closes herself off or makes a decision. But I think at this point, she kind of has to make a decision. I agree. You can't keep picking the same guy and like leading him on when you're preaching on the other end. I want to date everybody else. I want to date other people. I do think it was interesting that she wasn't last to go. I thought that they would keep her till the end to keep the drama at its peak and be like, who's Molly going to pick? Who's Molly going to pick? But it was Whitney who in the end sent George home. But she should have picked. I think Molly should have picked first, given Mm. her all the options of the guys. That's a good point. You know, if they let her, if they let her go last, then she would only have your, or like, I guess maybe somebody else could have picked Mitch, but I don't think, I don't think Jess would have actually done it. I know, but now you have it in my head, and I wish she would have. I know. I, I wish she would have, but I don't think she would. I think she would act like she would, but I don't think she would actually pick him. I don't and know if Jess has the balls to do that at the moment, and not in a bad way, but I think she's really trying to find some sort of connection, and she knows that there's not really a super clear path forward with Mitch. But that being said, I would love to watch the alternate reality Love Island where she does pick him. I know. <laughs> I know. I agree. All right, so we have our first dumping, which we already talked about. Right. George, sayonara, goodbye. He had to go. Go find a smart girl to help you through this world. Best of luck. Right. Good luck in your DMs, George. Don't do anything shady. Have fun with it. We'll miss you, but we will forget. Okay, so we will be back after Casa Amor in a few weeks, and I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see where the couples are, who's there, who's not there. Mm -hmm. Um, If you guys are loving the episode, 
make sure you're writing us in the DMs and the um, in the reviews, everything. And we'll be back. And I'm so excited. What do you do? You have any predictions for uh, Casa More? Who do you think? Actually, give me two people who you think are definitely or two couples who you think will make it to Casa More. I don't know about together, but Tyreek and Ella will be there. They uh-huh. will be at Casa More. Okay, love and that. Mitch and Molly are giving too much to go home. Whether it's producers or themselves, they will also be there. And I think that is going to be, between the four of them, they could bring enough drama just them. What do you mm-hmm. think? On, unfortunately, I'm going to have to agree. I wanted to have a separate <laughs> separate idea, but I think I think you're right. I think it's going to be those two couples that end up making it that far. Mm-hmm. Just because the drama, but also because I can feel like the tension between them would be good to have it tested. It would be good TV. I mean, Tyreek, if you put him in Casa more, that's his Super Bowl. He'll go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, everybody. We will be back after Casa more. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow us at The Bachelor on Instagram and at Bachelor Pod on Twitter. You can also follow me at KYorkCity. And me at ARF. That's ARF with four R's. All right. So we will see you in July. After all, this is Betch Island, not Friend Island. Betches.